0: Do you sometimes get the sense that debates about America's role in the world are predictable and often disconnected from reality? Our new podcast tries to change that. None of the Above offers new ideas to help confront America's global challenges. Subscribe to None of the Above today. With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all in one marketing platform to help drive sales.
1: Hello, welcome back to my favorite podcast, your favorite podcast, I think that was a bit loud, if I, if I hurt your ears, I'm so sorry, everyone's favorite podcast, the Let Freedom Ring podcast, and today we have a lot to talk about, it has been a very interesting seven days since our last podcast, um, we have a lot to talk about, so well, let's, let's start with what's happened in the past week, so President Trump, uh, obviously as you guys all know, if you don't know, I don't know how I'm the one breaking the news two weeks after the fact, but he uh, tested positive for the coronavirus, and then by the, by the grace of God, he was he got to go to Walter Reed, and he he was he's now negative. Also, uh, um, Chris Christie is also now he he's doing okay. I mean, Chris Christie apparently eats three hundred seventy six meatballs a day, and he's okay. Donald Trump slams a Big Mac and a Diet Coke, and he's okay. I'm have t- been saying this for months. This virus affects people without pre existing conditions and who are not you know seventy five plus. This virus affects people like like a slap on the wrist. It just truthfully doesn't harm. I'm seeing stories about a 19 year old who passed away from the virus. And of course prayers to his family. And I wish it would have happened, but they're, they're trying to tell all college age kids like myself, I'm in college that the risk of dying of this is substantial. We only have, you only have one case to point to. You only have one case and not that that should take it away from it. I mean, prayers to the family. And I'm so sorry that happened, but the idea that this virus, is on the level of the 1918 flu, of the Black Plague, this virus just isn't there. It's just not on that level. It's just Experts, quote-unquote, experts said, 2 million people will die of this virus. We are currently at 200,000. Not that 200,000 is anything to write home about. I mean, of course, I I wish that wouldn't have happened. But that's 10% of how many people they said would die. And we're a year out. This virus has almost been in America for a year now. It start. I, I, I guarantee you it started to get around around November, or December. I mean, I had a friend who was who tested positive or who didn't test positive. They didn't know, but they both got really sick, got really, really, uh, really high fevers for um, for a couple of days. Couldn't taste back in December ish. They were tested for everything. They tested for like the flu for like mono because I guess they're kissing a lot of people. Um, there's a siren going on right now. I'm not sure if you guys can hear that, but if you can, I'm so sorry. Anyway, they were tested for all this and everything was negative. Everything. They were given antibiotics and a couple of days later they were fine, but they didn't get truly over it until roughly three weeks later. And I will, until my deathbed, I will say that they had coronavirus and one of them has autoimmune disease, an autoimmune disorder. So. I've said I don't want to get I don't want this entire podcast to be about COVID, but I could go on about it for a while. I still don't think that we should shut down colleges, we should shut down universities, we should shut down stuff like that over this virus that has almost little to no effect on people my age. Just what I'm saying. Also, side note, you should wear a mask. I know that a couple things can be true here. The government should not be able to force you to wear a mask. Private businesses can force you to wear a mask. And masks might not, might, sorry, masks might not limit everything. They might not stop everything. But some studies have shown that they at least, they at least help to stop the spread. And, you know, I try to wear a mask whenever I can. If, if social distancing is not available, I just try to wear a mask. Because if I'm wrong, well, I had to put up with a mask. But if they're right, well, maybe I've saved lives. I don't know. I just think it's nice and respectful to wear a mask to not cause panic. Of course, I'm wearing a Trump mask, from 2020, um, so that that's always good. That's always a good sight to see one of the liberals see it. Either who, let's get into the topics of today. So first and foremost, I, I guess Governor Whitmer, the FBI arrested people of a white supremacist organization who were trying to kidnap Governor Whitmer of Michigan. Um don't do that, guys. Seriously. Uh disagree with her all you want to. So I disagree with her on a lot. Stephen Carter just had a big rally about how much he disagreed with her. Didn't try to kidnap her. Um you know it's not it's not right to try to kidnap elected officials you don't agree with it's not right to try to kidnap anybody but don't do it don't do it and thank god the FBI was able to to stop this because that would not have been good for a lot of reasons but then to get into it um I'm glad that it didn't happen then also uh, I know in my state of Georgia and a lot of other states early voting has started today a lot of early voting apparently started last last week as well I got the chance to go and vote my first presidential election this year. I'm not going to tell you guys who I voted for, but I think you guys can assume that I voted for Kanye. Uh, Kanye 2020. I think he's the best choice. Um, I'm just kidding. I didn't really vote for Kanye. I voted for Joe. No, I I voted for Donald Trump. And don't tell, don't tell uh, a lot of people because they might get mad at me. But yes, I, I was able to get out and vote. Um, <laughs> at my election headquarters, at my election wherever they the polling place i overheard the ladies talking talking about how this is this is the most votes they've seen i voted at noon on the first day they said this is the most vote they they normally get this amount of vote in two days let alone the first day so it looks like georgia is going to have a lot of turnout i hope that's i hope that's republicans being energized to re to re-elect donald trump senator david purdue uh send another conservative to send another conservative to washington from for the u.s senate as you guys know we have a we have a, a special election here to, to replace Senator Isaacson. Uh, the really the two main Republicans in that race are Kelly Leffler, the current, I guess, incumbent, and Doug Collins, you know, the Congressman GA fourteen G A nine. GA nine uh, he was very famous for defending President Trump during the Senate impeachment trials. He was one of the, he was on Trump's legal team. Um I don't wanna here's the thing. And this is something I think is really important. I didn't even have this written down to get into this. Something I think is really important. So I'm not going to say who I voted for in that race because this is this is what I think should happen. Among I'm, I'm assuming everyone, m- most people. I'm assuming 90 plus percent of people listening to this, 90 percent of people plus listening to this are registered Republicans or vote Republican. And I, I know my state independents can vote in the Republican Party, Republican primary. So I think it's important. To remember that we must understand that getting I'd say 95% of Republicans elected, not all Republicans, some Republicans are useless. But getting more Republicans elected are better than getting many, 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 many Democrats elected. You know, the Democratic Party is not the party of Tulsi Gabbard. The Democratic Party is the party of Kamala Harris. It's not the party of Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden's barely existing right now also for i'm not sure if you guys saw this a video came out uh over the last week where joe biden gave a speech and during that speech he moved his mask touched his mask uh about 30 times at one point he pulled his mask down to cough into his hand to put his mask back on somebody tell sleepy joe what the mask is for but to get back into it i think it's important to remember so i see a lot of people a lot of elected officials uh, like state reps, state senators in Georgia. I have a lot of them on, as friends on Facebook. I see a lot of them coming out, you know, in support of of Kelly and in support of Doug. And, you know, to each their own opinion, I got one vote and I voted for either Kelly or Doug. I won't say, you know, publicly which one because of this point. It's important to remember that either Kelly or Doug most likely will be in a runoff election against Warnock, who is by all presumptions, going to be the Democratic nominee for this office. Right now we have a jungle election, which means all Republicans, all independents, and all Democrats are on the same ballot. And Georgia's a 50 plus one race, so you have to you have to get a majority. So it's important to remember that either Kelly or Doug, most likely, more than likely, will be in a runoff for this seat. It's important to remember that. And if the person I voted for today is not in that runoff, I will vote for the other one. Because Warnock's policies are completely radical. He has been saying, as a pastor, he supports the pro-choice movement. As a pastor, I'll say that again, as a pastor, he believes in the right to abortion. He believes in the right to kill one of the children that God has blessed the earth with. I don't see how that is a belief a pastor can have. You see, the Bible tells us that each life is precious. And the Bible also tells us that before we were born, God knew us. So, I'm not one to try to judge people on their beliefs. I'm not one to try to put my beliefs on other people. I mean, I just just said what I believe biblically. And if you don't agree with me, that's completely fine. I have a lot of secular friends who are extremely conservative. But as a pastor... I don't see how you can wrap your head around the idea that a baby who has done nothing wrong in his life, in his or her life, should be subjected to the brutal, brutal, brutal act that is abortion. If you don't know how an abortion takes place, Warnock, I think you should look it up. You watch that, and you try to tell me that Jesus would be okay with that. Now again... Like I said, there, I know there there are a lot of people listening to this who aren't Christians, and if you're not, I mean, I'm not in any way trying to tell you to be a Christian. I'm just trying to say the hypocrisy it is to be a Christian who supports abortion. I don't I don't see how it can line up. Also, speaking of abortion, oh, getting back to it. Sorry. So I think all Georgia Republicans can agree that that is it is more important to get either Kelly Leffler or Doug Collins or Candace Taylor or any of the Republicans on the ballot in office over Warnock. That's what's important. So when you attack Doug Collins, when you attack Kelly Leffler for whatever it may be, I mean people are throwing saying Doug Collins is a career politician who is, who is trying to who only has become a Trump ally um, in the past couple of months since he announced the Senate race. People are saying Kelly Loeffler is trying to buy this election. I don't know. I don't know, which is true. I know that on one hand, we have a businesswoman who worked her way up from a farm to, you know, owning the Atlanta dream. I know on the other hand, we have a guy who has been, who's lived in Georgia for a while. Uh, He served in the military. He's a lawyer and he was a pastor. I, That's, that's, that's the two people that are on the office and both of them are better than Warnock. I'm not going to say, like I said, I'm not going to say which one I voted for. If you reach out to me personally, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to say it publicly because I don't want it to be seen as an endorsement of either Collins or Leffler or whoever. Maybe I didn't vote for either of them. Who knows? Maybe I voted for Warnock. I didn't vote for Warnock. I didn't vote for Trust me. And we need to remember, as a Republican Party, you know, of the, I think, 16 Republicans who took the debate stage in 20, in the 2016 primaries, we all knew at least one, we knew one of them would be the Republican nominee. When we tear each other down, when we tear each other down during primary processes, it strengthens the Democratic Party. It strengthens... The Democratic Party. It's important. This is important. I heard Hillary Clinton say multiple times and now even Joe Biden. Hey, Donald, why are X amount of Republicans coming out against you? You know, why is John Kasich coming out against you? Why is Mitt Romney coming out against you? Why is whoever coming out against you? Because it looks bad as a party. If members of that party high-ranking members like a senator is a high-ranking member or a governor come out and endorse your opponent it looks terrible it looks terrible now what's more important is you know the thousands and thousands of democrats who have changed their affiliation to republicans but that's not the point so just next time that you're going to speak out against somebody running for office for a primary of your own party just just think what if this person wins wins the primary? Will I vote for them? Are they better than the opposition? Because you may be called to endorse that person for the for the good of the party. And you might look hypocritical. And of, co- of course, if you don't believe in somebody, don't endorse them. Don't endorse somebody you don't believe in, but for the good of the party, think about think about it. It's why um like local elected officials, local uh party officials aren't allowed to hold elected office. Because it can look bad. Now, I want to get into something else. Also, uh, this week starts Amy Coney Barrett's uh, confirmation process. So, a couple of things. If if the Democrats attack her for being a Catholic the way they attacked Ke- Brett Kavanaugh for, you know, raping somebody even though she m- names multiple people who said they weren't there and she had no corroborating evidence and Christine Blasey Ford is a liar by all accounts. Christine Blasey Ford and Jussie Smollett deserve... Um, the same thing. Um, if they do that, if they attempt that again, it will solidify the 2020 election for Donald Trump. Let's look at the three states, and Biden knows this, but let's look at the three states that Trump needs to win. That if he wins these states, it's almost a given that he'll win this election. You have a state like Wisconsin, a state like Pennsylvania, and a state like Michigan. All three of which are extremely Catholic, not even to mention the Southwest and the Hispanic population that are overwhelmingly Catholic. If they, which they've already apparently started doing, if they go after Amy Coney Barrett for being a Catholic, they can kiss Pennsylvania. They can kiss Wisconsin. They can kiss Michigan. Goodbye. They can kiss the Catholic vote. Goodbye. Because guess what? Catholics overall tend to be very moderate. I know, a, I know I know I know a few Catholics who are extremely conservative but for the most part most Catholics I know are are extremely moderate. They go back and forth on who they're going to support. Catholics tend to be pro-life, but other than that they tend to be very moderate. Don't the Democrats are going to give them a reason to vote for Trump. A lot of people in this election are looking for reasons to vote for Trump. It's one thing that, you know, Shapiro said multiple times, if Trump would just step step aside during this election and allow allow joe biden to just speak and just be joe biden i mean joe biden gaffed his way out of two presidential elections already let's let him gaff his way out of a third one It, it would be it would be a walk a walk in the park home run for donald trump so we'll see what's going on there but i want to get into something else so um i'm sure all of you guys have heard of the app app tiktok so i follow some people on tiktok and on some of them, I think that some of them uh, do a variety of things. I follow people who who do politics. Uh, I follow people who do. I follow people who who do fitness. I follow people who do comedy. I follow people who do sports. Uh, I follow a wide range of people. Well, I follow this one girl who does fitness. You know, she just talks about working out and everything, and it's just you know, I like I like no, I like to work out, so I like to know like. Oh, you know, what should I be doing if I want to strengthen this? You know, what are good meals to have? Well, she's someone who didn't struggle to lose weight. She struggled to gain weight and she gained like 30 pounds. She looks a lot better, whatever. So she, I guess she's a sophomore in college or so. And she put on the dress that she wore when she was a junior in high school, I believe. So three years ago. And the dress is it was a really pretty dress. It was. She put it on just to show, hey, this dress doesn't fit anymore, and that's that's okay. You know, it's okay that this dress is too small for me because, you know, I'm healthy now, I look better, I, I'm I'm better. Well, I guess a lot of people in the comments started gumming at her for cultural appropriation. Cause I saw the video and I was like, oh cool, yeah, that's that's good. I scrolled, blah, blah, blah. The next day I get on and she's posting an apology because a lot of people said she was she was culturally appropriating for for i guess the the pacific islanders the the asian pacific islander community and i come and i said honestly you shouldn't you shouldn't have apologized you did nothing wrong she didn't do anything wrong see here's the thing with cultural appropriation it's what we should want in america if america is this great is this great melting pot of ideas shouldn't we be taking ideas and figuring out what is best and then using those You know, I think there's a difference between if she was to come out and be completely disrespecting them. That's a complete difference. She bought a dress because she liked it, which means she likes the way they make dresses, which means she likes how they look culturally. To attack someone. To attack someone because they like a dress that your culture made is completely idiotic. So I said I, I commented on the video. Honestly, you shouldn't have apologized. You did nothing wrong. And she commented back, and she said, "I know, but I did want to explain." And then here come the angry people. And was, of course, all the people who replied to me, they did their, their it looked like their accounts were just made that day. Somebody said, "Are you South Asian?" That's what I thought. And then this guy came and he said, he he replied to that to that person and said, "Are you speaking for the whole community?" No, that's what I thought. As it, as an Indian American myself, you have no right to control what other other people can uh, can and can't do. Then somebody else replied to him, "You're not an Indian, so it wouldn't be your apology to accept." They replied that to me. And someone said, "Okay, well, as an Indian, I agree that she shouldn't have she shouldn't apologize." And then somebody replied to them, "Okay, but how is it appropriate for a white man to decide that she did nothing wrong?" And then they replied back, "Just because he's a white, just because he's white doesn't mean he lacks effing common sense." And then it says, "It's just not his place." I never said that this offended me, but why is he talking for South Asians when he isn't one? And then they reply back, that mentality is really dividing and claiming just that just because he's not Indian, that he can't have an opinion is toxic, which, which I agree with. I think it is 100% common sense to understand a couple of things. If you are, if you are appropriating a religion or our culture, our religion to mock them, to make fun of them, to be hurtful to people in that community, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't go after somebody for immutable characteristics. You shouldn't go after somebody for, for because they have differing political opinions than you. We're Americans. That's all that matters. All that matters is that we believe in a couple of things. We used to believe in a couple of things. We used to believe in the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. The right that you and I can disagree, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Because that's the beauty of America. That just because we're different. Just because I'm white and you're, you're, I'm a male and you're a female and, you know, you're what. Just because we look different doesn't mean we have to be different. But even though we are different, our differences are a good thing. Our differences make us better. Our differences strengthen us as a community. At least they used to. There's a lot of things I'll never be able to do. Because of my ethnicity. But it's really cool to watch others do it. It's really cool to watch others express themselves. You know, I live close to Jacksonville, Florida. I'm a 45-minute drive from from Jacksonville, Florida. And there's there's this thing there. I don't know if it's still happening. It's called, like, World of Nations. Like, Like, every nation is represented. But you just see, like, so much culture there you get to try all the different types of food i'm calling it now the next big thing will be oh eating indian food is cultural appropriation oh eating mexican food is cultural appropriation look if you're trying to tell me that this girl who is such a sweetheart i mean she posts videos of other so other people can better themselves so other people can quit hating themselves i mean she used to have an eating disorder and she's trying to help others get off of their eating disorder and many have because of her she's trying to tell me that this person somehow was racist to the Indian American community because she bought a dress that one of you guys designed. It's completely idiotic. It's completely idiotic. She did nothing wrong. I will defend until I die that she did nothing wrong. If we're going to continue to exist as a culture, we have to understand a few things. We got to get along on this, in this place. There's only so much room. We have to learn to get along. Look, This comes down to a lot of things. You know, I'm a big Georgia Bulldogs fan. And we just beat the crap out of Tennessee. And it felt great. But you know what? I don't hate Tennessee fans. Just because we don't follow the same team. I don't hate Auburn fans. I don't hate Georgia Tech fans. In fact, I love Georgia Tech fans. They're really funny that they think they have a good team. Now, Florida fans, that's a different story. They can go somewhere. But everyone else, I love them. They're they're great. Just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean that they're out to get you and that they're bad people. Now some of them are, and we should all call those out, like the extremists who try to kidnap Governor Whitmer. I'm calling them out just as much as Governor Whitmer should call them out because that's wrong. It's wrong to attack somebody based on the immutable characteristics that make us different. That those differences are where we are where we're different as a are where we're better than a country as a country. If you look at the Olympics. And look at the teams. Outside of the United States, you will you won't you look at the Japanese team, they're all Japanese. You look at the Switzerland team, they're all Switzerland. They're all Swiss. You look at the the, the Spanish team, they're all Hispanic. You look at the American team, and there's every race is is there. Every race is represented. Because that's who we are. We're Americans. We don't have one race that defines us. We don't have one culture. No, we do have one culture that defines us. The American culture. The fact that on any given week, you can have Mexican food, Italian, and hamburgers. You can have that in the same day. And if you do, invite me over. I'd love to have some. This idea that this Marissa girl culturally appropriated the Indian... She completely just ruined the way Indian Americans feel. Simply because she wore a dress that one of them designed. It's, it's idiotic. It's asinine. Look, if she had been making fun of it, I would be calling her out just as much as you are. We have to learn to get along. We do. You know, those who put pineapple on pizza and those who don't. we got to learn to get along. Because if we don't, this republic is doomed to fail. It's important to remember that 99.9% of Americans want the same general things. They want to live in a country where they can raise their kids without fear of harm being done to them with a good job and food on the table. And they just want to be happy. They want to kick their feet up on a Friday night or a Saturday night and watch football and and just go to their kids' soccer games. That's all they want to do. But because the left and certain members of the right have made that to where that's, that's racist, apparently. I mean, they're freaking attacking Rudolph, for God's sake. What did Rudolph, they're, they're attacking, Ru, they attacked Rudolph last year because it promotes bullying. No, it promotes that just because somebody's different doesn't mean they're bad. Rudolph had a big, bright red nose, but guess what? That big, bright red nose saved Christmas. It's the reason I got an Etch-A-Sketch when I was five, probably. We're going to have to learn to get along. And I think a lot of Americans don't buy into this, and that's my great hope. You know, a Gallup poll came out recently that said 56% of Americans are better off now than they were four years ago. That is huge. That is huge for Donald Trump's re-election effort. If Donald Trump wants to win this election, he's he's going to need people to remember that Biden was a part of the Obama administration that Biden was a part of the administration that was responsible for some of the worst policies to ever come out. The individual mandate was one of the most unconstitutional policies of the last 20 years. I mean, including the Patriot Act. It's important to remember this. It's important that Donald Trump shows this and says, Hey, don't forget that Joe Biden was, was, was Obama's man. That Joe Biden was, was one of the crafters, you know, and let's talk about that. Joe Biden is not in any way, not corrupt. He, Joe Biden has had 47 years in politics, and what has he done? What has Joe Biden done in his past forty seven years in the United States Senate and vice presidency? He's done absolutely nothing. You know, one of my friends just said the only thing Joe Biden has done was vote for Clarence Thomas. And I I gladly reminded him hey, he came out a couple months ago and said he shouldn't have. Joe Biden has no backbone. Joe Biden backs down anytime anybody goes against him. He came out and said he shouldn't have voted for Clarence Thomas. He flip-flops on every issue depending on which room he's in. If he's in the Bernie Sanders supporters room, well, he loves Medicare for All. He loves the Green New Deal. But if he's in a more moderate to center-right room, well, guess what? The Green New Deal will bankrupt this country. If you it, it, now, if you truly want him to be the one who negotiates with China, well, I'll pray for you and bless your heart but he's not who i want f- representing us on the, on the on the main stage and sure donald trump has donald trump has his issues that i wish the, he has he's not been the most perfect president he's done he's not he's done a lot of good but he's had a couple of things that i'm like what are you doing you know the bump stock band not a big fan of that he came out in favor of red flag laws for like a day glad he changed his mind this idea somehow though that that joe biden is going to be the great savior of america he knows how to fix america why hasn't he done any of that in the last 47 years in office where has he been because he hasn't been working on behalf of you the american people state of delaware hasn't got much better in the last half decade the only thing the state of Delaware has for it is it's really easy to open a business there and there's no sales tax. My grandparents live in Delaware. Trust me, I'm speaking from first-hand knowledge. I've, I've spent many a month in that state. The only thing good about Delaware is Bylers. If you're ever in Delaware, they're in Dover and Felton. Go to Bylers. They're really nice. They have really good deals. Um, They're not sponsoring this, by the way. I think I legally have to say that. I wish they would, though. Cut a check. Anyway. It's important to to remember a few things. That if we elect Joe Biden, we elect Kamala Harris as well. And I don't think there's one American who believes Joe Biden would last an entire presidency. Joe Biden is 77, 78 years old. He can barely stay awake. during. I mean, there's videos of him falling asleep during interviews. We elect Joe Biden. We elect Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris is one of the most power-hungry politicians in this century. I'm telling you Kamala Harris should not be a heartbeat away from the white, from 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 the presidency. Kamala Harris walks in a room and she's violated the constitution. She there there are reports of her keeping innocent prisoners you know in jail when she had evidence that would have freed them. There are reports that she kept an innocent man on death row. She is one of the most corrupt politicians that I've ever, that has ever existed in my lifetime that I know of. So I'm going to wrap this up, though, a bit early. Um, make sure you guys get out to vote, and make sure you guys let your voice be heard. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Let Free Ring Podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, because you don't want to miss out on our great episodes coming out every Monday. Thanks to your support, we are quickly becoming the fastest-growing teenage conservative podcast in the nation. As always, if you have any questions or concerns, you can email me, noah at noaring.org. Again, that's noah at noaring.org. Thank you guys a ton. I'll see you guys next Monday. Y'all have a blessed week.
0: Do you sometimes get the sense that debates about America's role in the world are predictable and often disconnected from reality? Our new podcast tries to change that. None of the Above offers new ideas to help confront America's global challenges. Subscribe to None of the Above today. With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all in one marketing platform to help drive sales.